0: Hey, this is Tyler Murphy, and you're listening to The Lonely Painter Podcast, and today I uh, thought I'd share something that I, I just was going back through some old files and came across this episode that I'd put together, I don't know, sometime in the last two years, and we I never actually published it. It's, uh, it's my friend, Brett Alexander, and uh, he and I went to the Boiling River with a couple different friends in Yellowstone Park, and... At that point, he had just finished um, recording, I think four or five songs with this band called Sequoia Collective, and um, and then we held off on publishing the episode because we wanted to wait till the uh, till their album was actually released, their EP, and uh, then I just kind of forgot about it, and uh, their EP's been out probably for over a year or so, and so. Go check out Sequoia Collective on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you get your music, and um, uh, and enjoy this uh, episode with my friend Brett Alexander. Um, I just listened to it again last night and just really enjoyed uh, reliving that day uh, of going to the Boiling River with him. Hope you hope you enjoy it.
1: Okay, let's do this. Let's, yeah. Po- let's podcast.
2: Yeah. I'm
1: here with my friend, my homie, Brett Alexander. Woo! Ready. His friend Ty, and oh. then my, my roommate Pete. We're gonna interview Brett real quick.
2: We gotta, so where are we at right now? We're at Yellowstone National Park in what, Gardner, Montana. What are we doing today? We're gonna go sit in the Boiling River, go check out Mammoth Hot Springs and Take in the last little bit of Montana before heading to Seattle. Right now we're rounding the corner, just about to go through the historic
1: Roosevelt Arch. Ah, for the benefit! For the benefit. And enjoyment of the people. Tyler really thought it was for the pleasure. Damn.
2: Yeah. For the pleasure of the people. Damn. Oh,
1: Created by Act of Congress, March 1st, 1872. This is ridiculous. First time in Yellowstone. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you some more questions, but we're gonna get through this, of course. Yeah, first,
2: yeah, yeah. I need to learn like podcast etiquette. I've listened to enough that like I could sort of speak like a podcast,
0: but maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. You just speak like you, man. Yeah.
1: Is the Boiling River flowing nice? Yeah, it is. these days. It's, uh, it's been to to it. Yeah. yeah.
2: Great. Thank you. Right, thank you. Right. you too. <laughs>
1: Enjoy
0: the river.
2: <laughs> Have fun, man. <laughs> Enjoy that check. What is it that you do? So I play music, produce music, and travel a lot. How did we? Uh, how did we first get to know each other? Oh man, uh, I had a really weird interview with Jesse Murphy, your cousin, and um, flew out to Montana to work for him for a coffee tour where we were going to different music festivals across the country and lived out of some cars for a few months, some Toyota Sequoias, and that became our home and became our family. Uh, we went to a lot of music festivals. We went to one, um, a lot of Christian music festivals, funny enough, where we had some interesting times, you know, Got fun going all across the Dakotas, Ohio, went to Eau Claire, Wisconsin, which was, oh man, just amazing, just saw a lot of the country like that I never thought I would really see. I mean, Sylvanesso was a highlight, especially with Josh, good friend I play with in new band. Got to see them at Eau Claire Music Festival. Got to see Bon Iver and Justin Vernon, and actually ended up making coffee for a few of them backstage. So that was pretty fun. If you could describe the tour in one word, what would it be? Yeah, it was definitely. It was. It was really it was strange because there was so much turmoil that went down with it and kind of a lot of parts that no one really expected to go poorly but for some reason the poor memories looking back on them now are some of the best and it was just really i think unexpected and i think if i had to choose one word it would be that because it was people from all over the country i mean i was living in new york at the time there were people from Florida, people from California, Seattle. I mean, we had a girl from Hawaii. Like, we literally had a whole family just made up of these people that came into this unexpected journey and left with something that is still connecting us to this day, you know, and probably will for life. We'll always look back on that summer as one of our fondest memories. So really unexpected and just got a lot out of it. The, yeah, sleeping through tornadoes and rainstorms and our little... A little what were they, Eureka tents were they called? Yeah. Just a field of orange tents that, that nobody actually slept in because yeah. <laughs> what, where did everybody sleep? Well we had we had a couple different spots. Sometimes we would sneak into the into the cars and sleep in there and sometimes we slept in the kitchen trailer. I don't know if anyone knows that except a select few people. So and then yeah box trucks, hung up hammocks and box trucks and slept in theirs. The tents didn't get as much use as I think that they thought they would true. I think everybody eventually just bought like hammocks. Yeah hammocks were definitely the sleeping spot.
1: So it it forged all these really strong friendships and and since then you've main you have maintained a lot of those friendships.
2: Yeah um, yeah I mean there are some people I still haven't seen since tour, which is sad you know I mean it's been it's been about two years but I mean still that I keep up with and still talk to I mean this is the first time I've seen you guys, Pete and Tyler, since like, what? I mean, yeah, two two years or so. Mm-hmm. And um, Probably yeah. About a year, cause I, I, oh yeah, and you came to Nashville, so that's right. Yeah, and it's it's like that thing, like yeah, Pete came to Nashville about a year ago, and it's that it's that comfort that you can go anywhere across the country and have someone that loves you and have this family that's still connected. And yeah, and I mean now it's bringing me to Seattle to live with these these friends and make art with them. And, continue our adventures. Pulling into the Boiling River right now. Well, is is that it right there? This is the
1: river, wow. We gotta gotta walk a quarter mile down the trail. Nice, that was fast. Yeah. Oh gosh. I ate it so hard coming out here with jazz last time.
2: Really? Oh man, oh god. (laughs) (laughs) We're just sliding down this hill right now. This is really (laughs) slick. <laughs> Tyler, you make me nervous, <laughs> <And> the boomers, <Pumas. laughs> the docks are working well, they, I got some traction. So Tyler's got some battles Yeah. with this hill, uh, was it snowy back. last time you came
1: here? Yeah, it's always, it's usually, oh, God. There's, there's usually, so, yeah this is really,
2: even <laughs> in the water ah! got it, gotta <laughs> walk on the edge. Some traction. Oh <laughs> I had some traction. You know, <laughs> just talking about traction. Woo! <laughs> lose, lose it all. <laughs> oh
3: God!
1: All right. Let's move on to what you're doing with your music now, nowadays. Yeah. So um,
2: I went out to Seattle, met up with uh, the tour family out there for three weeks in August. And, took these four days to just really just be creative and crank out one song a day and have this idea of keeping this authenticity in music that we had never tried to make before and it was the first time we had all played together and these four songs were born out of that that are still pretty pretty raw like they sound great we produced them but we haven't changed pretty much anything about them the lyrics the music we all kept pretty true to those four days and now flew back for a week in November to go into a studio and do some more work with them and decided to move out there because I was the only one who wasn't in Seattle so. So you
3: believe in
2: in this uh,
1: idea of this band enough to where you're gonna uproot from Nashville
2: yeah. and go give everything to this idea? Yeah it's funny because I always get the strangest looks when people ask me why I'm moving From Nashville to Seattle and I say music because they're like you know where you are right like Nashville is literally called Music City and yeah it's it's just I've never felt this way about any other music that I've been a part of and I've played in multiple bands I've done solo work for a long time I've written with a lot of great incredible musicians but it just felt felt right it felt real It felt like this is something that it's not just me that's excited about this. There's a whole group, there's a whole collective that's ready to make art and make music and have fun with it and be authentic. And I decided to move
1: to Seattle for it, so hopefully it works out. <laughs> okay, so you know my real reason for wanting to interview you? You know what it is? Oh man, I'm scared. Oh, uh, it's just so that I can get those songs that you should me. <laughs> Cause yeah. we, gotta, we gotta underlay. This podcast with yep. those songs, so oh. now I don't, I'm not gonna have to wait.
2: Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> You're gonna, you gonna let yep,
1: me? Yeah, I'm holding you to that. Yeah, I'll dude, I'll send them over when we get back to the car. Sweet, love it. Okay, tell me about tell me about some of the different songs that you've got. Ooh. Tell me about High and
2: Low. So High and Low was it was this vision that Josh had. He wrote the lyrics and the chords to the song. He played the whole entire thing on this funny little like fan-powered electric organ that literally the only way it makes noise is from this fan spinning when you plug it in and you hold down these. They're like buttons that play full chords for you or it has a keyboard attached and it blows the air up through this organ.
3: I've got has this
2: really weird and unique sound I think he found it on like Craigslist or like a garage sale or something and we just mic'd it up and it sounded crazy cool and the intro to that song really has that raw feel of what Josh played that song for like for three months our good friend from tour as well can't I need I would need a whole podcast just to talk about Landon Greenwood but but, (laughs) he threw some guitar on there
3: then
2: all of a sudden Julian the one I'm producing this music with and he's a big part of it writing and all that we got our hands on it and we're like all right let's make this dope some synthesizers, some super cool drum orientations, and sampled up Josh's voice to throw it in there, and. I'm, I'm, yeah, proud of how that one turned out, and I think that was the first one we wrote, so funny enough, we wanted to keep, (laughs) keep with that idea of authenticity in the music, so these four songs that we're putting out on this EP are actually in this order that those were the days we wrote them, high and low was day one. It was the first day we started writing, first day we really dove into it, and it goes sequentially with the time frame, so... It wasn't even, yeah, it just felt natural, like I couldn't even listen to those songs in any other order, because I really feel like it reflects that so much. plays saxophone, which I feel like I knew in the back of my mind somewhere, but never truly thought that, oh man, we could we could be jamming with Sally, or Sally, Kelly, on the sax. She could, she could bring in this brass feel to this synthetic music layered with pianos and keyboards and organs, and all of a sudden we have this jazzy, <laughs> this... <laughs> this <laughs> jazzy, dancy, brassy inspiration. And that's, yeah, Callie, I mean, my favorite, favorite time recording sax with Callie was on the next song, Move On Me.
3: of answer away in a state of sorrow. I'm terrified by tomorrow.
2: I feel my resolve. It actually started out as one song that we were just playing a progression and It doesn't even sound anywhere near how it started, which is awesome. I love when when that happens, so... Do you know how Josh sings on the first verse and then it kind of drops down? Those toms come in, the funny Phil Collins sound. Oh, yeah. And then Aaron's vocal comes in. Hey. It was funny, We um, it was a really clear night in Seattle, and it was like one of those nights where everyone's out on their porch, whatever you're doing, someone was smoking a cigarette across the street, two people were just laughing and having conversation, out on the other one, and we got this idea that I had these, these this progression, and I was like, hey, why don't we do this? Josh, think of some lyrics, go find something you like or whatever, think of a melody, sing them on top of this progression. and. You go in one room and do that, and then Aaron, you sit here, write a melody, come up with words, come up with something that you think will flow with this song, and go into another room. And um, we came up with both of those separately, and then they sang them together. And all of a sudden it came into this awesome song where you hear the interweaving of these lines that it's this idea that you can be sitting on your porch out on this summer night with a clear sky enjoying. same scenery as those around you but going through two completely different things and having totally different ideas on what where you are in life or what the night is like. Sax brought that all together. We we never thought it would be be what it is without that and the, me- the music and the melodies and it was this, these two contrasting lines from two different stories that flowed super well together. Oh, uh, I that. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a fun, fun night for sure. That was night three.
1: <laughs> Alright, so we're just rounding the corner now.
3: Whoa! <laughs>
1: Jeez! <laughs> Sliding down this snowpack trail. Wow! <laughs> Look at that! Woo!
3: Get it, Ty! Oh! It. oh. <laughs> <Time> <laughs> with a strong dismount!
2: Alright, what do you think about this place right now? Dude, I, I'm seeing blue skies in between these mountains with this river that's literally boiling with steam coming above it. And I'm excited to get in. <laughs> excited to, to feel this water because it's a little chilly out right now. Never ever seen snow on a boiling river with blue skies in a long time at least. I so like- I, I've been here and there's like elk
1: like standing in and amongst really this walkway and there's a, a lot of times been elk over there. Nice. Sometimes there's been buffalo on that trail that we just walked on. That's crazy. So you like sometimes people end up getting stuck down here for a long time because like <laughs> buffalo s- are on the trail yeah. and you're like, well not going around that. Yeah. <coughs> Do you have any shoes? No. Nope. River shoes?
3: <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> yeah. going barefoot. Dude. So you don't have yeah. any river shoes and you don't have anything to go over your new tattoo. Nope. So you're not supposed to get wet, right? <laughs> yeah. You're
2: definitely not supposed to. They're like, yeah, stay out of water for like two weeks, you know, just, it's not getting it wet. It's just submerging it. <coughs> so anything underwater is not recommended. <coughs> Which it only seems I pick the trips where I want to swim the most when I have a new <laughs> tattoo.
1: Oh man. I'm so glad I have these sandals. Yeah, that must be nice. Yeah, that would have been nice to know. Oh, this is going to be great. Woo. I'm shaking. I'm going to love bike. getting your Whoa. reactions to walking over this cold... Oh, this water's so cold, oh, too. Like on Come your feet. on. Don't tell do me it. that. Just
2: do it. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. some nifty shoes you got there, Tyler. Yeah. I love the pair of really? I actually had a pair of Tevas and I left them with one of my ex-girlfriends. So. <laughs> is oh, it cold? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Try over there. Okay, that's really hot. <laughs> that's really hot. That's kind of okay. This is all right.
1: That's medium. This is like the in-between spot right here. Oh, that's really
2: hot. <laughs> oh, <okay>. oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I it.
3: So This is literally coming from a
1: volcano. Like, Wow, uh, this is from the volcano yeah, Yellowstone that- volcano man. Is that the one that's supposed to like erupt? It'll, It'll kill us
3: all one day, yes. Maybe right, maybe today. Go through the motions. Where will right, we
1: end up 6% battery on this? Alright. So we might cut out. It's alright what we can. What'd you think of that experience out there in the hot
2: springs? Definitely, definitely one of the craziest moments of my life was sitting in a in a river that's half boiling and half near freezing in the middle of these mountains in Yellowstone, just completely natural. It, it, was, it was, it was just magic. It was like, yeah, you, you think back on, have been there before you and that have lived before you and came to these rivers and hot springs and traveled these guys and found these and just didn't know what to think of them and that's really, really wild to me to and about. And enjoyed them in the same way we yeah. enjoyed them. Yeah, and sat in there right now with the snow around them in the freezing, freezing winter and found some solace.
1: What's the last song that we've not yet
2: talked about? Oh, that's um, you don't know. Yeah, that's that's a good one to end on.
3: You don't know it's the finale.
1: You don't know.
2: Yeah, You Don't song. Know, You Don't Know it was the last song. It was my last day in Seattle. There was a lot of pressure, because it was like, all right, Brett's flying out at 7 a.m. tomorrow. It starts out with um, a really, a really boxy, kind of punchy synth line with um, this very rhythmic, um, Drum beat on the pocket operator, the little calculator looking thing that makes these awesome drum beats in 16 steps, and it's got a real LCD sound system kind of vibe to it, that dancey, upbeat, very dry, right in your face kind of kind of feel. And yeah, it came about because we were sitting in the garage at 3 a.m. talking about what are we gonna do tomorrow? How are we gonna make tomorrow, day four, this fourth song, and Josh was just Joking around, kind of, and said I want to write about a ship, like on the sea or something. And he was like, I want to want to write about like a storm on on a boat. And we're like, okay, let's do it.
3: Just keep
2: we're singing that that line, that row and row, the wind ain't gonna blow. Row and row, don't act like you don't know. So we have this really cool little little groovy funky part that gets a little looser right before the breakdown that goes and it's like Just The wind ain't gonna blow. And it's this idea that yeah, it's like you you're fighting with it, but it's like, hey, accept it. Don't act like you don't know what's gonna happen because you do. And that's it's funny because the song name is "You Don't Know," so it's like this idea of an uncertainty that you don't even you don't even think about, but at the same time, you can't deny it because it's there in your face. And don't act like you don't know. It's a, it's a fun one, and I think it was just the one of the best ways to close out that not only that EP, but those four days. It was. Oh man just a blast because that that was personally I don't know how everyone else feels but that was the one I had the most fun with for sure because it was total total just creative freedom on that one the other ones we had some layouts and we had like all right this is the verse this is the chorus like well let's do this let's do this here but that one we literally had no idea we were just improving on it and I would hit record and walk out of the room and say all right just sing scat play sax play the keys whatever you want to do do it for 15 minutes I'll come back at the end of 15 minutes click stop and then we'll see what we got and it made this really awesome song that yeah we just we're so stoked on and excited to get out there okay so we have to hold each other accountable now to yes to sharing
1: these these things that we're creating and and make sure that each of us actually does something
2: with the with the songs and the recordings and Oh yeah. Yeah. It's definitely keep on creating. It's easy to, easy to stockpile ideas and creative processes, but there, there's a time where there need to, there needs to be deadlines. There needs to be a limit. There needs to be, all right, we're getting this out. It's happening. This is our music. And here you go. This is an authentic set of four days that you get a set of. And just like you with, I mean, your trips in Italy, it's like you, you get the feel of it. You know, you get the feel of the city from an artist's eyes because it's just raw, here we go, let's do it. Let's get it out there and not sit on it for a year and be such a perfectionist that it feels sterile and you can't even enjoy it.
1: I'm so glad we got to hang out.
2: Yeah, yeah, It's it's been a long time coming. Long time coming, super glad to see you. Um.
1: It's been a good, quick, what was it, like 36
2: hours? Yeah, 36 is, hour adventure. gosh, it's insane. We, we packed in quite a bit. Feels like a week. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> Watched Tyler almost slip and fall like a couple, couple different hundred times. Love you,
1: buddy. Dude, I love you. Oh, dude, this leopard print coat feels mm-hmm. so nice.
2: So good. I
3: know. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. I'm
2: super glad we got to talk. You guys drive safe. Do this, of course, of course. I look forward to hearing everything you come out with. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting, man. It's gonna be exciting here. Go buy some kitschy kitschy Yellowstone shit. This wasn't
1: enough time to hang out with you, bro. I
2: know, I know, dude. I know. We need, we need like just a few more. I know, dude. It really was. Honestly, you don't even know, man. Something that happens when you spend two and a half weeks in a Subaru with somebody. (laughs) Get real close. Super close. See you, buddy. Love you guys. Love you, dad.
1: Let's get back to B oh, No. So ends our time with Brett Alexander. Look at that guy. The
0: man. Oh my the gosh. Myth, the
1: legend. <laughs>